Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. daughter I'm Lori. <laughs> off to a great start <laughs> hey you know what let's just let's just get into it this let's episode is being brought to you late again and it's my fault it's, it's, it's fault. totally my fucking fault uh but we got a good story <laughs> this is so bad that we can like laugh at this uh <laughs> i had a panic attack yesterday you think you had one all jokes aside <laughs> Get serious. Yeah. I think I had a fucking panic attack yesterday. Yeah. It is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Let's laugh about it. You know? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. We were supposed to record yesterday morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty standard. Got up, did my normal routine. But if you struggle with anxiety or anything like that, you know, yeah. some days you wake up and you're like, oh no, it's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be a toughie. And I did have that feeling yeah. and I tried to push through, which, you, did. you know, therein lies the problem. <laughs> right? I should have just said, wait, we need a minute here. <laughs> I got dressed. I got, you know, the bob. Yeah. I was trying to control the bob <laughs> and that was bringing me anxiety <laughs> because this haircut is just not it. And <laughs> I'm having a really hard time you making myself look and feel presentable to the world. <laughs> so here's what happened. I started having a panic attack. You I did. didn't really know that's what was going on, but I was like, wow, I'm just so, or maybe an anxiety attack. I know there's a little bit of a difference. I don't yeah. know. I was struggling a I little bit. I think it looked like full on panic. Yeah, oh, okay. Dude. Yeah. Okay, it great. Did. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> At one point I was like, can you just hug me? <laughs> and you were like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, maybe just like talk to me or something. <laughs> and of course I tried to bring humor into the situation. And I'm like, are you upset because you're Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Which took your mind off of the it panic. Did because then her and Jake just started ping ponging back and forth fun of my bob which is how we show each other we love each other in this house you said that's an aries moon quality it is an aries moon quality uh yeah jake was calling me prometheus and bob i would be Prome- you're prometheus and your bob is bob the bob is a character of its own now, if anybody was wondering who bob is i am uncle bob <laughs> Uncle Bob is the do. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It's so bad. And I asked you guys that too in the middle of my panic. <laughs> I was like, on a scale of one to 10, how bad is this Bob? Like, be honest with me. I said, let's just open the floor. And you guys both, you roasted me a little bit. And I deserved it. Yeah. Uh, you're like, yeah. We're like, too soon? <laughs> too soon? No, it, it totally took my mind yeah. off of the panic for a hot second. Yeah. But then you were like, why don't you go get like a cold shower? Okay, and keep in mind at this point, I already had done my hair as best of my abilities and my makeup to sit down to record. Right, and it's interesting because (laughs) your presented itself 
digest like yeah, through your stomach, digestive system. I was getting really nauseous. Yeah. And so you were I like, mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, your head was spinning like Reagan and that. Did you eat pea soup? Cause girl, you were, you were up chucking. You skipped a step. I tried to get a shower first. Yes. I tried to get an ice cold shower. You told me that would help. I told you to use the Wim Hof method. <laughs> And all that happened was I got out thinking we could still sit down and record, dumb, yeah. dumb bitch. No. And I looked in the mirror and I got, you know. You were green around the gills. Full panic because my bob had gotten. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's from the, the cold shower? From the cold shower. I said, I can't sit down with this frizzy ass fucking bob. And then it just like, I spiraled. I totally spiraled. I was like, I can't do this. And then I started puking. Yeah. The morning ended with me laying in bed with an ice pack on my eyes. So you started puking. I'm like, let me go grate up some ginger and uh, lemon. Laura's trying to be, you know, grandma not in there. She's like, chew on this ginger root. Oh my God. And have you ever actually chewed on ginger root? Yeah. That is fucking rough. It's rough. I think that, you know, that made it worse. It probably did. We probably needed some peppermint to cool down oh, you like a the digestion some peppermint yeah yeah uh i you know what but we can laugh about it now i'm here <laughs> and in grand virgo fashion when you went to lay down i didn't know what to do with myself so i went and cleaned the kitchen <laughs> jake, jake came in to check on me and i was like yeah like what's Lord doing he's like cleaning <laughs> clean it up oh my god it's it's just it's just the virgo way i've never had that bad of I one to, i'm not even to make sure lie. when that you got when you got up from your panic attack the kitchen was clean it was you know what that did feel nice and it smelled of ginger root <laughs> and lemons ginger root and lemons yeah that was kind of a bad one yeah i don't think you've ever had one like I've that i've never had one that bad to the point where i didn't even know that's what was happening you were incapacitated i literally was so nauseous yeah i don't know man i, I wish we could have got a picture of you hanging around my neck you know what like, can you just talk to me can you hold me i should have taken a picture mid-breakdown <laughs> like i did you know with the bang incident <laughs> 2021 yeah, right. 22 uh yeah i did not take a photo i'm so sorry all right so bob aside but yeah you know what fuck this bob, bob. step aside <laughs> do you think it was just like what an accumulation there's a lot yeah here's the thing a lot going on behind here's the scenes the thing um give it to me October is about to turn one. Oh it's a lot of really good things. Yeah. October is about to turn one. We are so excited. Mm -hmm. It's an emotional time. All you're feeling all of the emotions, yeah. right? Because not only is she turning one, but like I am one year postpartum. Yeah. So there's like a personal, like, wow, where am I? Like a year yeah, out, out from this. Oh no. Am I gonna my, are you gonna cry? my voice is quivering? <laughs> No, but it's, it's good things. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think it's yeah. bad. And then there's a lot of good stuff happening with uncle Bob yeah. behind the scenes. Like yeah. a lot of energy is, yeah. I don't know. Being directed. Yeah. Yeah. And we just moved. Right. And that kind of came with its own, you know, shit. And Set so shit, there's yeah. just a lot happening. You think it all just accumulated. Just let that burp. Just let that belch out, girl. <laughs> this isn't serious. Let it rip. Let it rip. I couldn't help it. It's bobsled time. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it just all uh, I culminated? Think it just all culminated, and I'm not kidding. Something as simple as like my hair not going right, yeah, just toppled my ass over. Do you know what I caused mean? Caused an like, avalanche. The frizzy bob, yeah, is what <laughs> it caused an avalanche. The frizzy bob incident. And you of were down for the count. I was down for the count, puking. <laughs> but I think it was something simple that I like 
had no control over, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that just yeah. because when you're you let, trying your hardest to have control I was going to say, I'm really trying to control this, yeah. this hairdo and I can't. <laughs> and the universe is telling me like, girl, let go and let God, you know, but <laughs> let go and let Bob. <laughs> TM. <laughs> but I'm trying to like, I, I can't, you know? So here oh my we are. Gosh. Here I we think are. it was kind of good that it happened. Yeah. So you're saying that you're, you feel better. Like I it was like better. a release. It was like a release. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think part of it is genuinely like when you've been through so much mm-hmm. shit and trauma, yeah, you're always waiting. Like when good stuff starts happening, yeah. you kind of are always waiting for the other, I don't know, knife to drop or the other yeah. shoe to drop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Carmi says in the bear, yeah. there's always another shoe. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I feel like that's yeah. part of it. Like there's and a there lot isn't, of, but when you yeah. but when you're kind of, you know, used to that. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really hard. Right. Um, and so there are, it's genuinely good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was asking, we did a Q and a on Instagram the other day. Like, how are you guys like genuinely yeah. good? Like, yeah. I think we're doing so much better Oh yeah, in so many ways than yeah. we were a few months ago. Absolutely. But that's coming with, you know, it's own some healing of, yeah. and yeah, you're yeah. kind of forced to let the good things happen. And I'm yeah. not, I, I'm scared as you keep <laughs> shuffling off the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. gotta, sh- you gotta shake that coil. You loose. gotta shake the tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what I call it. Shaking the tree. But you know what? We're doing good. Panic, yeah. panic attack. Over. Panic attack aside. <laughs> aside. We're doing great. Bob. Uh, <laughs> it looked a little better today. You know what? I'm going to cling to that. I'm going to cling to that. You should just take a picture of yourself. No. So anytime somebody says, who's uncle Bob, you know what? I'm going to pull out my phone right now and I'll make this, the photo on Instagram <laughs> and I hope you all oh no I hope you all <laughs> you can go see that on Instagram oh and when you ask how we're doing go I would like you to call your attention <laughs> attention to that photo oh my gosh uh, hilarious you know what that's good we're gonna wrap it up with that you're gonna have to go see the photo of the bob <laughs> <laughs> and my mental state. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, hey, you know what? Go rate us on Spotify and Apple. That Please would just do. brighten the skies. <laughs> and that can be October's birthday present. There because you go. her birthday is next week. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Next week's episode is going to be probably an emotional roller coaster. Oh, yeah. So buckle up. Uh, you could also check us out on Patreon. Oh, please do. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. Uh, the next full moon film club is set. So you'll have to go over yes. there to check out those details. Yes. Uh, and with that, are you ready to fucking get into it? Dude, I'm so ready. All right. I am really fucking excited about my topic today. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're branching out and we're trying to bring in some more foreign films. Yeah. And this movie kept coming up as like one of the best foreign horror films. And Ooh. I hadn't seen it. Okay. And I genuinely, this movie fucking scared me like it it actually freaked me out okay and if you're you know new here i don't get spooked by horror all that often like it kind of i've kind of seen you know pales in comparison to you (laughs) true true when you live in this hellscape (laughs) called my mind uh yeah you know what it just doesn't but this one genuinely so i watched it by myself like Mm -hmm. everyone was asleep and i was like in a pitch dark room and i was watching it on my iphone oh my which weirdly so this is a found footage film. I haven't even told you what it is yet. Okay. But when I was watching it on my phone, it yeah. kind of added to the spook yes. factor. Yeah. And I was fucking creeped out and you have to go and watch it. I'm talking about 
record. So it's R E C. Okay. All capital, like the record button in parentheses on a camera. Like, you get what yeah, I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Uh, but I'm just hit record. Hit record. You, hey. you little technology guru, you. <laughs> this is from 2007. As as yeah. And this is rated R, Ooh, as it should be, because okay. it was pretty fucking brutal. Found at some footage point. is sometimes terrifying. Yeah. So this is a found footage horror film. If you, you know, want a little refresher on found mm. footage, I talked about Blair Witch yes. from the 90s, which is kind of the, you mm-hmm. know, kickoff. The, yeah. Everyone loves that as yeah. like their uh, found footage holy grail. Yes. And this, you can definitely see some sprinkling. Okay. This was written and directed by Juame Balagero. I'm so sorry if okay. I mis- mispronounce any of these names. Bear with me. And Paco Plaza. Okay. okay. And here's your tagline. Whatever you witness, never stop recording. Ooh. Would you know what? I kind of like that tagline. 10 out of 10. Here's <laughs> your cast. Uh, Manuela Velasco as Angela. Pablo Rosso as Pablo the cameraman. Ooh. Uh, Ferran Terraza as Menu. David Vert as Alex and Claudia Silva as Jennifer. All right. All right. Are you ready for this this rundown? I'm so ready. It's a spooky one. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. We open with the television reporter, Angela Vidal, uh, giving Gail Weathers energy. Okay. Okay. She's like, she's not fucking around. She's here to get a fucking story. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She has that like tenacity. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, And her cameraman, Pablo. But does she have the bangs? She does not have the fucking bangs. Good for her. No, Angela's hair was looking good. Gail, what the fuck were you doing specifically in movie three? Okay. Cameraman Pablo. Okay. They're shooting their latest segment. They, I think they, you know, have a Uh segment called like while you were asleep or something that, you know, Hmm. they're getting into the nitty and gritty. Okay. Uh, And this new one is an in-depth look at life at a local fire station. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Their goal is to get an insider's look at the life of firemen. Okay. Okay. What do they eat? What do they do, you know, when they're not on a call? What do their rounds look like? Where do they sleep? What do they do for enjoyment? Yeah. You know what? Everything. Every detail. And uh, that's exactly what we see through Pablo's camera. So remember, this is found footage. So you're seeing it all through Pablo. Uh Uh-huh. And this is what you see for the first bit of the movie, like Angela interviewing the fireman. She's kind of getting her flirt on with one of the guys, Mm -hmm. but that's never brought up again. So I don't know. That was just a little spicy detail. They, want they you to, led you to believe <laughs> there would be romance. Know. Exactly. Uh, they're touring the firehouse, you know, shooting the shit. And I yeah. think they're playing basketball at one point. Okay. You know what? Why not? Get your dunk on. <laughs> You're done. Sports. Dribble that ball. <laughs> Is that a basketball term? Dribble, dribble, shoot, shoot. Take that ball to, to the, the hoop. hoop. Oh my gosh. All right. Oh, fucking hell. We love sports. Okay, so they're playing ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fire alarm goes off. Uh-oh. Okay, it starts to ring because a person is trapped in an apartment. And Angela is like weirdly excited to hop onto the truck and go and check out this emergency. Cause you know, she's, she's, <laughs> she's, 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 she's reporting. She's, she's reporting. Uh, the firefighters and the TV duo arrive at the apartment and they see that the police are already there. Okay. And one of the firemen is like, that can mean nothing good that the cops are already uh, there. Uh, um, all of the apartment residents are gathered in the lobby. Okay. And they're like hysterically telling the firemen that they heard really loud screams coming from a particular apartment apartment unit okay upstairs okay Ah! (laughs) that was my reenactment (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's not a particularly loud scream 
No, don't do it. (laughs) I was going to say challenge accepted. (laughs) Okay. The lead officer grabs the gang and takes them up to this unit where they find an old naked woman who looks not quite right. Oh my gosh. Titties out. She is naked. (laughs) Is it the shining? Is it the lady in the bathtub in the shining? (laughs) Very reminiscent. Yes. Uh, She's a bit bloody. Okay. And her eyes are looking a little freaky. Oh no. They're like maybe glowing a little bit. Night out on the town. Yes. And she's like wobbling around. And again, she's making weird, like, (laughs) (laughs) like a screech, like a screeching noise. Is she possessed? Ooh. Well, Lord. Okay. Okay. Wow. Now you just hold, hold so the phone. Good. Okay. When the police officer goes to help her, uh-huh. the woman becomes super aggressive, pounces on the cop's back, and takes a nice little bite out <gasps> of his face. Ew. So at this point, zombie. She's looking not, like a zombie. She's not a feeble granny. No, she is not, <laughs> dude. She fucking pounced on him like a fucking spider monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts gnawing his face off. Oh my god! Okay, so everyone, this is where the movie starts getting, and it's pretty gory. Okay, I will say, and it's supposed to be found footage, and they nail it, like because yeah. Pablo is holding it down. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm not. He's I'm not, not going nowhere. He's I'm still not recording. Running. I'm getting no. the story. Um, everyone freaks the fuck out. Obviously, rushes to get him out of the apartment and to a hospital, but they quickly realize that they aren't going to be able to go anywhere Uh-oh. because the health authorities are outside and they have already sealed off the building oh, for, shit. for safety reasons oh, no. that they will not explain. Outbreak, mm-hmm, but they promise to get everyone out asap. Oh my goodness, that is a lie. <laughs> You ain't going nowhere. No, and they show, like, I think they really nailed, like, the anxiety of how I would imagine that would feel. This is what spurred my panic attack watching this movie. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What if it did? Maybe this movie really freaked me out a little bit. It's like Patrick Dempsey. Genuinely. It really freaked me out. So, like, they show them running to the windows and seeing, like, the, like, tarp go up over the building oh. and people, like, scaling the building in hazmat, in hazmat suits. suits. That, oh, my God. There's nothing more terrifying than seeing someone in a hazmat suit. You know what? You're no. like, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. So, as all of the residents begin panicking even more, right, mm-hmm. they're all gathered in the lobby freaking out. A mm-hmm. fucking body drops into the lobby from the top of the steps. I am a shit my fucking... Oh my God. I like jumped Oh my God. through my phone because they're just panicking and then all of a sudden a body just falls so from just stories like fl- high. Flung himself off the railing. Well, we don't oh. know. He was coming up top. He was with the woman. He was oh. with the zombie woman. Ooh. Oh, okay, no. so in the midst of everyone now trying to keep two people alive, right? Because right? that guy is still somehow hanging by a thread. So we have the cop and we have the man that fell from the top of the steps hanging on. Jeez. Angela and Pablo continue recording and interviewing people. Of course, So that not? the world can see what's happening. Because they're going like, on? the world has to know that they're not letting us out of here. Pulitzer Prize Again, winning she material. Is fucking Weathers. There you go. Story to tell. Yeah. Uh, one of the residents they interview is a little girl named Jennifer who has been sick for a few days. Uh Okay. And wouldn't you know it, her dog has been sick too Uh and is currently at the vet. And the mom's like, she has tonsillitis. Nope. Mm, Okay. Jenny, you don't. (laughs) Jenny, no. (laughs) Jenny, no. (laughs) Meanwhile, a hazmat suit wearing health inspector Uh arrives on the scene. Like you said, this can mean nothing good. (laughs) And eventually explains that they're dealing with a virus similar to like rabies. Okay. That they believe was spread to everyone through the saliva of a dog 
with an unknown disease that was traced back to this apartment. Of Are course. we seeing what's happening? We're, we're seeing what's happening, but yet no one knows <laughs> that Jenny's dog. No, they figured this out oh, right they? in this okay. moment. They well, figured it out. <laughs> I was going to say they like, traced it back to okay. this building. Okay. Because it was at the vet. And that specific dog. Yeah, they tell like it was at the vet. It went into a coma, but then it woke up and started like eating on people. Started eating people. <laughs> the vet. And they bye realized bye. that's why they were locking this building uh, down okay. because they traced that it belonged uh-huh. to Jenny. To poor uh, little Jenny. Uh, so we Jenny. all see where this is yes. going. Hopefully, okay, little Jennifer ends up turning into a fucking zombie-like creature in her mother's arms. And oh, she no. bites the mother's face off. <gasps> oh my lord. They're like standing there. She's like, no, she just has tonsillitis. And then she turns and just like starts chowing on her. Oh, Again, no. this movie is fucking brutal. Oh, wow. From here on out, it just is like complete it's chaos. It's fucking anarchy in the best way. Yeah. Again, the camera is fucking jiggling. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't put that camera down. He does not. Holy Pablo shit. was fucking holding that he whole deserves, film down. He deserves a trophy. He sure does. Uh, everyone is panicking, right? The camera is waving all around. We're seeing residents turning into these uh, zombie-like creatures. And then we see people getting eaten <laughs> left and right. Holy crap. And eventually, it's kind of, you know, and then mm-hmm. there were none. Eventually, we're left with only Angela and Pablo. And Pablo. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the camera duo. Uh, they begin searching for a key to the basement so they can escape. Someone told okay. them that there's a way out through the basement. Okay. And they wind up in a penthouse unit that has been boarded up for years. Okay. That belongs to a man from Madrid who owns it, but is never there. Okay. Okay. That's All what right. they were told. Sounds like a good place to lay low. Uh-huh. We instantly see that something is fucking amok oh, in this shit. apartment oh, unit. Damn. Uh, the walls are lined with spooky pictures, like lined ooh, uh, ooh. religious imagery, uh. sketches, and newspaper clippings about a possessed child from Portugal. <laughs> so you... Uh-oh. I was you, right. You were fucking right, Laura. It wasn't the rabid dog. It was not the dog. And then there's like also gnarly test tubes and like random liquid and shit like... Someone, yeah. someone cooked here. Someone was like, <laughs> Walter White was trying to like, you know, make something happen. So our duo stumbles upon a massive tape recorder. Oh. I like this edition because it felt very Evil Dead. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we learn that this unit belongs to someone from the Vatican who was tasked with studying and curing this young Portuguese girl. Okay. Who was believed to be demonically possessed the jenny from the block <laughs> no <laughs> jenny's dead jenny's way dead okay. downstairs <laughs> no this was the girl from the the news clippings okay gotcha. okay but after coming close to a vaccine the possessed enzyme in this girl mutated causing it to become contagious <laughs> whoa okay so it's somehow you know it somehow got yeah, from it, the it is an outbreak it is an outbreak so when all hope was lost the vatican sealed the young girl up in the apartment oh, to die shit. but she didn't fucking she's not die. dying she's not dying and we see her creepy ass pop out of the shadows okay so at this point it's completely black in this apartment <laughs> i bet pablo's gonna drop that camera now <laughs> pablo pablo gets eaten oh no Oh, no. rest, rest in peace, Pablo. Damn. I was so who's sad. Gonna, who's going to man so the it's camera? It's completely black at this point. It looks like a Ghost Adventures episode. All they got is like the camera, you know, the green light from the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we see this 
original, creature. you know, patient zero. Yeah. Who's all like deformed and yeah. shit at this point. Yeah. And she's like creeping around like a fucking, she looks like a werewolf Ooh. and her titties are out. She's also <laughs> naked. <laughs> These entities don't like to wear clothes. No, they do not. <laughs> and she eats Pablo. Okay, so Angela runs and hides. R.I.P. Pablo. Rest in peace, Pablo. Angela runs and hides, and we think she might be in the clear. Nope. But just then, we see her get dragged by her feet off into the pitch black darkness. And that is the end. But the footage was found, and therefore we have a movie. And we're watching the footage (laughs) because they never stopped recording. Oscar worthy. Doesn't he, it even sounds yeah, spooky. It That's sounds a spooky creepy. Movie. You said it was scary. You said it was this one it of was the very scary watched. And you weirdly picked up on the twist like right away. Wow. But when you're when you start watching it, you're thinking pure zombie flick. Yeah. Like there was no indication Outbreak, yeah. of anything about possession until they get into that apartment at the end and you see all of the like wow. religious shit and you're like, oh my God. So you like, again, you weirdly picked up on that, but I was shocked. I was like shocked by that little twist. Crazy. And I gotta say the movie was just like, probably one of the scariest movies I've watched in a bit. I don't know if it's just how I was watching it. Like, you know, I set the tone. You set the tone. And I was already, you know. The ambiance was there. In a panicky, anxious state. (laughs) And that only three. And that just really added to it. (laughs) But it did really nail like what I imagine the fear would be like of just being quarantined with zombies out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like it w- and it was very fast paced. Like if you, you said, think yeah. of found footage films, you think kind Blair of, Witch and yeah. you kind of see it like drawn out and it's building this anticipation. Yeah. That was not what was happening yeah. here. The camera was all over the place. Yeah. You felt like you were running. Yeah. You felt like you were yeah, in Blair panicked. Witch, in Blair Witch, I felt like I spent 15 minutes looking at twigs. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. I'm like, oh, another twig that on the was forest definitely, floor. Or like even paranormal activity, mm-hmm. how that's filmed. There's like this buildup of anticipation. Yeah. This is not what was happening here. Okay. Right. They're like hanging out at the firehouse. They're doing their little TV show thing. And then they go on a call and then chaos fucking ensues. And it really did add to like the spook factor of the whole thing. I right. think it like really took it up a notch. And the zombies, they were like fast. Were they? Yeah, they were kind of like creeping around, but then they would get like super fucking fast. Okay. And if you, you know, normal zombie movies, they're, slow. they're a little slow. You've so got some time to run. Not in this. Not in this They one. were on you so fucking okay. fast. So I don't know. And then like you're only getting- They had a getting- Red Bull. They had a Red Bull before <laughs> they they turned- Red Bull. Monster energy. Fuck it, monster. <laughs> That'd be a sick monster energy. <laughs> that would. Just see that old lady titties out. <laughs> This is what happens if you drink a monster. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and you're only getting like kind of quick glimpses of Mm -hmm. them too because of the way it's shot. So your mind has to kind of piece things together. Yes, and it's so scary. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like the movie felt like pure hysteria. Uh You know what I mean? Wow. Really enjoyed. (laughs) No wonder I was fucked up. Okay. You know what? Honestly, sometimes you watch scary movies like that and it can. Yeah, this one genuinely freaked me out. Wow. Yeah. Loved it. Yikes. Um, also, I did really enjoy the twist ending. Again, it was a twist yeah. for me. Not for me. I already had it. You no. do spend the, <laughs> you already knew. You do spend the whole time thinking, thinking it's just like it's a, going a, one direction. a zombie virus. Yeah. Right. Because right. obviously it's being passed. Yeah. But this added like the, a new element. It added like the religious element. Yeah. Ew. Interesting. So these are zombies, but they're demonically possessed 
zombies. And wow. that is my lesson today because it turns out there's a little bit of a difference. Is there? Yes. Isn't this kind of interesting? Ooh, yeah. Because I watched this and I was like, what is my lesson going to yeah. be? But then I was like, well, what, what's the difference between, cause this is kind of new, right? Yeah. Like a, not new, but it doesn't right. happen as often. Right. It's combining zombies and possession and possession. So we've talked a lot about zombies. Okay. Put very simply, they're dead humans that have been reanimated by, you know, supernatural natural or yeah. unnatural or forces. Viral. Yeah. 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 So they will be different depending on who is telling the story. Mm-hmm. But modern fictional zombies tend to all share a certain set of characteristics thanks in large part to George, George A. Romero. Romero. Uh, you know, we cannot talk about George Romero we can't. enough. We love him. We do. So once they are reanimated, these are the qualities that kind of modern zombies have. Okay. They lose all human qualities. Correct. Okay. They lack free will. They're speechless. Yeah. They're kind of just... There. Yeah, unkempt. <laughs> they don't change Dirty. their clothes. Dirty as fucking shit. They have bobs. <laughs> I can't let it go. Uh, they are usually lethargic and slow moving. Okay. But some have superhuman characteristics like super strength and speed. Yeah, Again, it depends right. on who's telling the story. Uh, they have an appetite for human brains and or flesh. Right. So that makes them pretty violent. In nature, <laughs> just a little. I would say just a little touch of violence. Um, and their skin and bodies are typically, as you said, unkempt. <laughs> They're rotting away because they are dead. Yes. Uh, they usually can be killed in a clear cut way. Okay. Like shoot for the brain. Yeah. You can usually take them out or take the top of his head off with a chopper. With a chopper. <laughs> with, with a, a saw blade. blade. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, that is one of the sickest zombie kills. <laughs> I, I do love, love that one. I love it. Uh, and they usually have the ability to turn living humans into the walking dead by biting them, scratching right. them, coming into close contact. So in this yeah. movie's case, it was spread through saliva. Yikes. Uh, ew, I hate that word. Saliva. Ugh. Hey, remember that band? Yeah, saliva. They click, yeah. click, boom. Is that yeah. them? Yeah. Oh my God. I just pulled yeah. that out of some crevasse in my brain. Yeah. That, wow. I just Saw tapped into like something. Fest one year. Of course saliva. you did. Yeah. <laughs> was that your hot topic goth phase days? It was. It was. Yeah. Love that for you. Uh, I will share a picture of that because <laughs> they are hilarious. Saliva. Fuel was there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Awesome. I have one photo. I'm thinking of you in particular where you're wearing like this black velvet dress and you have like... <laughs> It's probably when I showed up, uh, when I had the like curls, the sausage curls. You know what is hilarious is, is, um, I wore that to my brother's wedding. No. Yes. I'm in the wedding photos in that attire. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder we're on the Things island. Things we're fucking toys, Lord. <laughs> like purple and black and then, and then you're showing up to my grandpa's funeral with fucking hot pink hair jesus <laughs> you know what i wouldn't want you any other way and Thank if goodness. you need any evidence for why i am the way i am exhibit it i will share that photo i have it fucking hilarious my god the sausage curls who did that you, you did know? that <laughs> you <laughs> we obviously 
obviously do not have a a great hair history. (laughs) We could write a book. Okay, so zombies can become zombies or like reanimated in many different supernatural ways, right? right? Witchcraft, uh, science experiments gone wrong, radiation, voodoo, viruses, Mm -hmm. okay? But as we saw with this twist ending, zombies can also be born through demonic possession. Ooh. That's interesting. I uh, do find possession to be one of the creepiest like tropes or whatever. I'm not Mm -hmm. a fan. It does freak me out a little bit. Uh, Demonic possession is defined as the supposed invasion of the body by an evil spirit or devil that gains control of the mind or soul, producing mental disorder, physical illness, or criminal behavior. Yikes. I think that's also a reason I don't like this because when you put possession in the mix, then you bring mental, like they took mental health and and used it for bad. And I just, it gives me the willies. Yeah. It makes my Mm. skin crawl. So it just all add, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just all adds to it. At least it's not hanging off your body like the zombies. You know what, Laura, look on the bright side. At least, yeah. There's always there's always a bright side. TM. And stitch that on a pillow. Stitch that on a fucking pillow. Um, the demon or spirit will usually enter the body of someone living. Yes. This is an important distinction. Mm-hmm. And will assert its will onto that body, usually until it dies. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The person ends up dying, usually. Yeah. The old school remedy for possession in Catholicism was ritual exorcism. Yes. We've talked about, you talked about the exorcist. exorcist. Hey, you know what? I don't know what made me think about, oh, I know what made me think about that. Uh, You puking yesterday and I was like, it reminded me of, you know. You're thinking of me. Of her head spinning around in the exorcist. And then I was like, hey, remember that time I talked about the exorcist and um, I literally was so uncomfortable with some of the shenanigans that happened in that movie. Uh, You know, it's just funny. I always always get those topics where I have to talk about really uncomfortable things. And it's just so clear in my verbiage and my face gets all red and I stammer. Yeah. I wonder if our listeners who have been here for a long time can tell when we're uncomfortable with a topic. Yeah. You always, but you pick them. I don't often give them, like we pick our own shit, girls. Stop picking it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So some supposed, that was a good story. Good. Thank you. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that break. (laughs) Some supposed characteristics of someone who is demonically possessed include erratic behavior, Mm -hmm. super aggressive, aggressive, (laughs) aggressive, speaking in a language and or voice that is not their own. Yes. Uh, Inside knowledge of the supernatural, Mm. superhuman abilities like super strength and an inability to be killed. So I think that was kind of, I mean, I think you could kill the ones in this movie, but it was hard. It was really hard to kill these ones. Was there a particular way that you had to kill them? To be honest with the way it was shot, I don't. You couldn't tell. I could not tell. Okay. I'm sure it was said, but I was all over the same place. Uh, So there are some obvious differences between someone who has been turned into a zombie and someone who's demonically possessed. Right? Have we talked about this before? Can oh my god! Can animals? Are you okay today? Can animals become zombies? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> have we talked about this? We ask can this you t- every time. Can you turn an animal to zombie? Why do I think? Can the nook become a zombie? You know what? He fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking demon. Um, I he thought, is possessed. I thought in The Walking Dead, didn't we see animals become zombies in remember. The Walking Dead? 
Hmm. I think that's, if I had to take a guess, I think that that's probably, well, in this one he did, it started with the dog. Oh yeah. You said the dog came back and ate the vet's face off. Right. But this is the also possession. Possessed. So you know what, Laura, why Ooh, are you asking this the is a deep topic. Questions? Deep you know topic. what? We promise to answer that question at some point. I'm um, going to make you make it one of your lessons. I'm going to have to deep dive on that. Okay. <laughs> so interesting. Okay. So here are the differences. Okay. Okay. Between zombie, demonically possessed. One maintains human characteristics. One does not. Oh. Okay. One is usually contagious while the other isn't. You normally cannot spread possession. That's why this was like... Oh, the best of both worlds. That's... Yes. Uh, One involves the living while the other strictly involves the The dead. dead. You kind of get the point here. Interesting. So what what happens when you combine the two, like in this movie? Okay. Now, people in the horror community, I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Okay. They really seem to get up in arms about this. Like zombies. Yeah. Like zombies are not possessed and possessed people aren't zombies. Mm. But the two can and often do intersect to create create a demonic zombie. Oh my gosh. Super fucking creepy, which essentially combines all of those traits we yeah. just listed and yeah. makes for like, in my opinion, a fucking scary ass movie and campy. Wow. And campy, which I love, love some the camp. camp. I love the camp. Uh, demonic zombies will typically be able to speak or move around like a regular person, mm-hmm. but probably faster. So in this movie, when you finally see the patient zero, she's like walking around the kitchen looking for shit. Like okay. she's walking like a person. Oh, okay. Whereas a zombie is normally, yeah, you has know, that yes. gait. Yeah. Uh, but they also may be able to float, levitate, fly around all creepy oh. because there is that possession They're element. Possessed. Yes. <gasps> Interesting. Uh, these zombies will most likely look extra scary and mutated and they will often have glowing eyes, mm. which is, I think, a possession thing. Or like in Sometimes. this movie, their eyes got like kind of glowy, kind of like white looking. Cataracts. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they had a bad case of the I racks. mean, you said a lot of them were old. <laughs> <laughs> they were, you know what? Yeah. And they had their titties out. They can infect you just like regular zombies. Okay. So like through bites and stuff, yeah. but you can't take them out like regular zombies because they uh, are possessed. Interesting. Okay. So it will be harder to kill a demonic zombie. So if you even can. So say if you got bit, like she bit his face off. Yeah. They you turn become a possessed, a possessed zombie. zombie. Wow. Interesting. Right? That was a big twist in this. Okay. Um, I, I'm liking it. Yeah. So again, yeah, you're going to have to bring in the exorcist because religion will usually come into yeah. play with demonic zombies where right. it wouldn't come into play with standard zombies. With just your run of the mill zombie. Right. right. So some other demon zombie movies. Okay. The Evil Dead. This is yes. where people were like, no, they're just okay. deadites or a thing yes. of their own. But if you really look into it. Uh, they can possess someone who is dead or alive. So that okay. would technically make them a, a possessed zombie. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Night of the Demons, okay. which I have never seen. And seen I really that. need to. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. That looked good. Uh, Demons 1 and 2. All right. Demon Wind. <laughs> Are you sensing a Demon theme? Wind? Demon Wind sounds like, like- Demon Fart. <laughs> yes. Demon Flatulence. <laughs> Demon downwind. <laughs> Demon downwind. I love when I get a good laugh out of you. In uh, the cleansing hour. <laughs> That's my last example. 
Uh, uh, that is demonic zombies. I love that. Wasn't that kind that of fun? It seems like a very good movie. It was such a good very movie. Good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I would highly suggest this episode is unhinged. <laughs> There's not even any alcohol. There's no alcohol at all. <laughs> We're riding the high of my panic attack. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, fucked up. Okay, go watch that movie. Yeah. Go watch that, seems pretty cool. that movie if you like horror. Hey. This has like somehow found its way at the top of my list, man. This was a really good movie. Entering into spooky season. Yeah, perfect. There you perfect. Go. Yeah, it would kind of get you in the mood for like a haunted house. Ooh. Like this would make a good haunted house theme. Really? Ooh. Yeah, love it. Wow. I mean, terrifying, but it's interesting that you say that. Why? Because that's my topic today. What? Haunted, haunted houses. House. Oh my God. Okay. Let me hit you with some okay. fun facts and Give then we're going to get to your haunted house. Uh, there's not that many. Okay. Okay. Manuela Velasco really is a TV reporter in Spain. Well, Or at least she was at one point. All right. So again, she didn't need to. She didn't have to You use, can tell. By the way she was wielding that microphone, yeah. you could tell she knew what I'm she was doing. <laughs> Uh, the actors were not given their entire scripts so Uh-oh. that none of them knew their character's fate until right beforehand, oh. which is very found footage, Bummer. very Blair Witch. I bet Pablo was really bummed. Dude, I know when he finally <laughs> fucking bit the day, he's like, damn, I almost fucking made it. Um, example, no one was told about the man falling from the top of the stairs. Oh, like shit. when I told you I almost shit my mm-hmm. pants, I'm sure they all literally shat their pants. <laughs> they all did literally so shit their pants. those were genuine reactions. Okay. So oh, it wow. added to yeah. that anxiety. Sp- <laughs> Ang- are we sensing a theme here? My word of today is anxiety. <laughs> um, those ending scenes were also actually filmed with night vision. So like oh, the actors wow. couldn't see what was oh, happening. Shit. Holy fuck. No. I would have had a heart attack. I would have had to have a depends. <laughs> <laughs> depends on standby. <laughs> Uh, the directors intentionally casted actors who were good at improvisation okay. so that they could yeah. roll with the punches, right? right. Uh, the whole film was shot in real locations, so no sets. Okay. And it was filmed chronologically, which I oh, think is definitely important because yeah. that's important with yes. something like this, I think. Um, the main building where the film was shot is the Cita Matexa building. I'm sure I said that wrong in Barcelona. Okay. And it is often visited by tourists and fans. All right. You hey, know what? Let's, let's put go. it on the list. Let's put it on the list. Uh, this was one of the major inspirations for the 2013 survival horror game Outlast. It, I could see that. It would definitely okay. make a good game. Uh, the game has similar themes of science and religion, viruses, and possession. Ooh. And resembles like a point of view okay. kind of found yeah. footage thing. Uh, Laura loves a game. Uh, We're no, going to live stream at some point her oh playing gosh. a game because it will be the funniest thing you ever watch. I told you the last <laughs> game I played was Mrs. Pac-Man on Atari. Love that for and you. That's when Atari was new, not... <laughs> 29 years. <laughs> oh my God. I'm it was like that. Yeah, we all know the joystick. Yeah. <laughs> you just made a hand motion that looked like insane. a joystick too. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was an American remake of this film called Quarantine uh, from oh, 2008. Okay. I but think I've heard that. it's trash. I've never Garbage. seen it. No, I haven't either. You just said you saw it. You said apparently it's trash. Garbage. Yeah, but you said you saw it. No, I said I heard of it. Oh, you've heard. I have okay, heard of my it. Bad. Okay, yeah, but I, have I haven't not. seen it. Uh, yeah, apparently it does not stand up to this one. Okay. Uh, there are also a few sequels and a prequel. 
for wow. this that go more into like the zombie backstory okay. and the possession thing. So All I don't right. know where that goes. I haven't seen the sequels yet, but oh, I'm excited to. Interesting. Too. There you uh, go. That's what I have for you today. I love that. Was that not fucking awesome? Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. We, we went off on faces many, we went, on a, went off on many tangents. You know what? You, you love know, a tangent. I do. I sure do. All right. You said you got a spooky house for me today. I do. What better way to ring in the spooky season? Oh, okay. And then who knew that it was going to couple so well with your movie? I know. But I thought we'd talk about the Winchester Mystery House. Ooh, so okay. I talked Ooh, about it. Was it She's possessed. Okay. <laughs> For real. I talked about it a couple years ago back on Patreon, but I've given it a whole new, a whole new look. I was going to say, I feel like you just only tapped the surface. Yeah. Well, I talked about the movie, which we'll, we'll talk about later, okay. which we're not talking about today. We're just going to talk about the Winchester the Mystery House. Okay. This yeah. is a big one. It is. I'm right? excited. Yeah. All right. So the property located at 525, 525. South Winchester Boulevard mm-hmm. in San Jose, California. Yes. Began as a two-story, eight-room farmhouse that sat on 45 acres of land. Okay. Okay. I feel like you're giving me a spooky story. I love yeah. your spooky story voice. Ooh, my spooky story. <laughs> I could have been in the movie Ghost Story. Okay. All right. Purchased in 1886 by Sarah Lockwood Winchester. Okay. Heiress to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, which she dubbed Lanata Villa. That's what she called the house? Yeah. Okay. So for the next 38 years, the house would remain under constant construction Mm -hmm. and become known as the Winchester Mystery House, Mm -hmm. only halted by Sarah's death in 1922. Okay. Okay. At the time of her passing, Mm -hmm. now just think back to what I said, what she just bought. Yeah, which was what? A little farmhouse. A, a, a two-story, eight-room farmhouse. Okay. All right. So by the time she passed away, uh-huh. uh, the house contained 160 rooms, 2,000 doors, 10,000 windows, 47 stairways, 47 fireplaces, 13 bathrooms, <sighs> and six kitchens. Okay, 13 bathrooms I'm totally fucking down with right? because you know what? I need to shit in like every kind of atmosphere. <laughs> like give me options. <laughs> <laughs> Give me options. I find that to be mind boggling. Would it take you just all day to get from what the do you upstairs? Do with all those rooms. Well, exactly. You're getting your steps in. That's what we're going to talk about. Right? Are you counting those steps? Yeah, yeah. You may be asking, but why? But why? why? Right? I, yeah. Why? Okay. So there seems to be two equally divided camps. Okay. okay. Some say that Sarah was an avid lover of architecture mm-hmm. and simply wanted to create create the <laughs> create. <laughs> she wanted to create it up. The create. She simply wanted to create the architectural wonder before us today. Mm-hmm. And some say that Sarah was into the occult, Ooh. and the house's odd design was yeah. there to contain spirits. Okay. Well, automatically, I'm on board with that second one. No, don't <laughs> I'm take in that this camp. I'll take camp two, knowing no information. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, the house is often referred to as one of the most haunted places in America. Oh, shit. Really? Right? Yes. Okay. So let's dive on it. Okay. <gasps> Lore. Ooh, I, I feel like I need a schmore. What was into? Oh, and I know, a schmore. All right. I love a schmore. Um, I, I thought I'd start at the beginning because I personally okay. did not know anything about the Winchester repeating arms no, company. So obviously I think Dean and Sam. Exactly. I think Dean and Sam. Uh, exactly. But then I do think of uh, the guns. Right. Okay. Exactly. Uh, so it was founded in 1866 mm-hmm. by Oliver Winchester. Okay. Which interestingly enough, he had 
little, like minimal formal education and he grew up in poverty. Okay. But despite all of this, he was, he had this entrepreneurial spirit. He started from the bottom. Yes. Okay. And he would become the maker of one of the first repeating rifles in the world. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Exactly. Uh, Excuse me. Like, so, but what does that, what what does that actually mean? Cause I didn't know. I don't know either. All right. Um, so consider Mm -hmm. up to this point, you had a single shot weapon. Yes. One shot, stop, reload. Got to put more bullets in. Like a musket. (laughs) Yes. It kind of, a revolver, a Colt 45. We have no idea. No, we have no idea. I'm so out of my element here. That was a beer. But it it gave your, a Colt 45. It is, right? I don't know. Oh, I is, it, it was. is it a beer? Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. Also I, a gun, I think. <laughs> Beers yeah. and guns. Beers and guns. <laughs> We're going really off brand today. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I figured this gave your victim like a chance to get the hell out of Dodge, you might sure, say. Right? right. You had some time to run. Right. So this rifle was considered revolutionary. Okay. And the fact that it could fire over and over again without the need to reload. Great. Okay. Yeah. So this would completely change modern warfare as we knew it. Right. And it earned the Winchester repeating rifle, the title of the gun that won the West. Oh boy. All right. So let me set the stage for you. Okay. With the transcontinental railroad completion in 1869. Okay. Got a history lesson here. I was going to say, Lord, you're so serious. There you go. Came the desire to expand and settle out West. Okay. Making the Winchester a perfect weapon for settlers. Okay. All right. So imagine happening upon some unsuspecting Native American tribes with this newfangled rifle that you could fire repeatedly. Okay, so gone were the days you had to actually even get off your horse to get off a shot. Laura, you're making my stomach ill. Exactly. It was revolutionary. Great. The American fucking. Okay, there you go. Okay, so this fueled a decades long demand for the rifle. Mm -hmm. And needless to say, the casualties were immense. Right. And many lives were lost as a result. Okay. I actually perused, there's a Winchester, there's a website, and I perused through the timeline. Okay. For some notable nuggets that I found interesting. (laughs) Notable nuggets, TM. Notable nuggets. (laughs) Notable nuggets with lore. (laughs) N squared. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, It helped amp the popularity of the rifle. Okay. So the Winchester was endorsed by the likes of Buffalo Bill Cody, Theodore Roosevelt as their favorite weapon of choice. And we even have a tintype photo of William Bonney, a.k.a. Billy the Kid, holding his Winchester rifle. Uh, Okay. But oh, how the tables would turn. Laura, I can sense the pissiness in your voice. Can you? Yes. When 267 soldiers under the command of Lieutenant Colonel George Armstrong Custer... Okay. We're killed at the Battle of Little Bighorn. Oh, okay. When yep. the native tribes got their hands on some Winchester rifles. Mm. So kind of evened out the playing field a little bit there, right? Okay. You get the idea. I the, Winchester, do. the Winchester rifle was popular. Maybe not with the massive amounts of people that it took out, but, right, but popular none the same. Sure. All right, so let's enter in William Wirt Winchester. Okay. Son of Oliver. Okay. And treasurer to the Winchester Repeating Firearms Company. Got it. Okay, he marries Sarah Lockwood Pardee. There she is. And the couple have one daughter named Annie. I see why you went into the history there of you this. Go. Okay, hold on. It's all making there. sense to You're me. like, why? Okay. What are you talking I about? I was like, why are you pissing me off? <laughs> <laughs> this, this, <laughs> I'm vulnerable. 
<laughs> so is the world. Why are you pissing us all off? I get it now. Okay. Okay. So Annie died at the age of six weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. So crippled by grief, mm-hmm. she would never recover from. Sarah. Sarah, yeah, then loses within the span of a year, a few years later, her father-in-law, Ollie. Oh, boy. And then William at the age of 43. William, gun dude. William is her husband. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, making Sarah a very wealthy woman. Okay. But she's all alone. Yes. Yeah. But she inherited 20 mil. Whoa. Plus 50% holding in the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, making her one of the wealthiest women in the world. Get that blood I think money. I, re- I think I read, exactly. I think I read she earned like $1,000 per day just right. off the royalties. Mm-hmm. So she had some money to play with, right? Sure. All right. So here's where the story gets spooky. Okay. Sarah, devastated by her losses, right. is intrigued by spiritualism, which of course is we in its know. heyday, right? Yeah. She visits a medium who explains that he's speaking to William. Okay. Okay. And yes. William tells her exactly what you just said. Blood money. That's blood money. It's why he and the baby girl had, <gasps> to, had to die. Oh, her no. losses were a result of oh, the angry spirit mm-hmm. slain by the Winchester rifle. Right. Um, because Papa Ollie, right? He couldn't give a shit less of the destruction that his rifle, like he never had any remorse. The grandpapa. Grandpapa. Okay. No, he couldn't have cared less. So okay. now it was up to Sarah to right the wrongs. Ah, uh, break that curse. Yeah. Okay. So she had to build a house. To contain all of these said spirits. This is what William told her yeah. via a medium. <laughs> okay. Via the phone. Build that house. Medium, right. Build that house. Okay. Um, but here's the catch. Okay. Construction must never cease or it would mean the end of poor Sarah. Oh my God. Okay. okay. So had to be continual. Okay. So off to sunny California, she goes. Sunny California. California, where she makes the purchase we since discussed. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did that even make sense? Teacher lore. (laughs) Yeah. Get your glasses on. So not only a dabbler with the occasional medium. Okay. It said, right? Yeah. She herself was a practitioner of spiritualism Mm. and the occult. Okay. And would conduct nightly seances up in a special room. Aptly named the seance room. You know what? Straight into the point. Straight into the point. I love it. It also included a Ouija board ah. and there were 13 different colored robes. Loving the 13s. That okay. she would wear each night depending on the ritual. Oh, okay. okay. So this is where she would consult the spirits mm-hmm. on the direction of the construction plans. Okay. <laughs> Tell me where to build. <laughs> what would you like to right. see? And it is said that many of her architectural decisions were designed to confuse the spirits who took up residency in the house. It's uh, like a right? maze. Yeah. So there were like doors that went nowhere. Okay. Labyrinthian passageways, hidden David rooms. David Bowie's bulge, what are you doing in it's here? It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> that is like here spirit that you cannot tame. It's the babe with the power. <laughs> um, secret chambers. And staircases that abruptly end. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And doors that would open and there would literally be a 10 foot drop off. So is that considered a room? Like when you say, I think it's, I don't think it's a room of rooms. The room that was never built. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. It would be like, um, it's just, it should be going nowhere. Instead, it's a door and you would probably plunge to your death if you walked outside. Well, well, damn, Laura. You know what I'm saying? Which is really interesting because you always see those in episodes of Scooby Doo. Like when uh, they, they like open the doors. Yeah. Cute. yeah. That's exactly where it took my mind. Yeah. So onward and upward, she continued to build and build and build. Okay. Right. Yes. Um, the house reached an impressive seven stories uh-huh. until a horrific earthquake in 1906 took uh-huh. out oh dear. the seven 
and four remained. Okay. Okay. So then she refrained from going upward after that and just went out. Yeah, maybe let's fucking cool it. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Before Sarah commenced with her seances, Mm -hmm. uh, she would ring a bell in the bell tower, which kind of spooked the neighbors out. You know what? Add a bell tower. That you know what that's a spooky that vibe just, right there. That, that sets the the vibe. I mean, with like the conical shape, right. and uh, you know, it looks like witches. I feel like or something. bad things always happen in bell towers. Or for, is that a pretty little liar? For, thing? for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she would ring it to let them know that uh, you know it was time to commune. Okay, yeah, they could float about. Dinner's ready. And then, let's chat. And then again at two a.m., she would ring it okay. to let them know it's time to beat it. Oh, she was okay. ready for bed, right? Okay, shit. Like, are spirits cognizant of time, though? Probably not. Like, do they know? Hey, why it's 2 a.m. Why are you trying to train the spirits? <laughs> right. She's, like, trying to put them on her timetable. Right. When uh, was her birthday? <laughs> I know, I didn't even look that up. Oh, shit. Um, But let's not even forget to mention Sarah's compunction with the number 13. Uh, Yeah, you said that a lot. It regularly appeared throughout the house. Okay. For example, the number of rails in a railing, Mm. the number of stairs on a staircase. Isn't that pretty standard, though? 13 rails on a railing? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) 13 stairs on a staircase. I know it well. I know all about it. I have no idea. I thought there were typically 13 steps. I could yeah, be totally wrong. Know. Okay, my Interesting. bad. Just Let's breeze past it, it All right, I don't think so. I'm going to go start counting. I'm going to, you know I will. I'm I start counting will. every set of steps I walk up now. Uh, <laughs> panels, like the floorboard panels. Okay, yeah. A number 13. of stones in her stained glass. She said Ooh. to have, like, have beautiful stained glass collections. Yeah. Uh, the amount of lights that would be in the chandelier. Okay, so she's yeah. getting, yeah, And the specific. number of windows in a room, like 13 windows. That's a lot of windows. In the 13th bathroom. Ooh, okay. And her will contained 13 parts, which she signed 13 times. Her wheel? Her will. Oh, her, her wheel. <laughs> wheel. Rock me, mama, like rock Hey. Okay. Uh, her will. God. Her will to live. What's that? I'm just kidding. Okay. Her will was yes. 13. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah. She liked the number 13. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh but many people so here we go over to camp number two right so, so some people believe that none of that what you just said is accurate. there's like nothing to to signify that any of that is true is true oh interesting so many people believe that poor sarah was just a victim of sensationalism uh-huh. all right the real story sounds a little more like this okay all right shortly after her husband's passing mm-hmm. sarah began to develop rheumatoid arthritis <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's damn boring. <laughs> that is not funny. You're like, that is not sensational. I can see why they went it the just other route. Not what I was expecting you to say at all. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the doctor. Okay. He he laughed at the oddest times. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible. This is a serious matter. <laughs> okay, the doctor suggested that New Haven, Connecticut was not the climate. It was like not helping her oh, arthritis, damn. right? And is so it muggy or something? It's like wet and <laughs> yeah. damp and okay, snowy yeah. and, you know, it's Ouch. got kind of the conditions we have. Probably not worse, though. good for the ritus. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're... <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. He said that it, she should opt for a sunnier climate. Yeah. So that's why she heads off to California because okay. she had, she had family members there. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so there is no evidence that she ever visited a medium or was into the occult or spiritualism herself. Okay. And that the colorful velvet draped seance room was actually just a gardener's quarters. Okay, that's not as fun. Right. Because of her health issues, she led a pretty reclusive private life. Okay. And there was no doubt that Sarah was an eccentric lady. Right. Construction did not continue nonstop, but ceased like intermittently for different breaks. And so that's on many occasions. That's what what Camp 2 is saying. Okay, got it. Uh, The real friction seemed to actually lay in the fact that this wealthy heiress had money to burn and burn it she did. Okay, I'm getting pissed off. Yeah, so while people could barely feed their family, Yep. You know, the tale's old as time, those who have and those who don't. The gossip began to circulate around town. Like, uh, what is she doing in there? She's building it and tearing right. it down and, you know. Right. Just okay. uh, Got it. extravagant. Sure. After Sarah's death in 22, mm-hmm. the house was in disrepair and was considered to be not worth the 5.5 mil well, that she pumped into it. Right. Okay. It was valued at like $5,000. Oh, ouch. and I think the person that bought it paid like 135,000. And that was mainly for the, the wasn't dent didn't even include like the value of the 45 acres that it sat on. You're kidding me. No. Oh, damn. Yeah. So the house came under the care of John and Mamie Brown. Okay. Uh, John was a theme park worker mm-hmm. and designed roller coasters. So he ah. jumped. He thought, I can come in and I can make it a theme park. Okay. Kind of fun. And so that was his idea. Sure. But he started hearing the murmurs. That it was haunted. That it was haunted. <gasps> and like it had this... You know, whole and he saw backstory dollar signs. and he saw dollar signs. Got and it. so he and Mamie opened it up <laughs> yeah. for tourism. Uh, it's been going ever since. I was going to say, I want to go. And of course, the sensationalism just keeps going and going and going. I was going to say, like, what do they say now? Do they like lean into the, it's haunted? Oh, for sure. Do they? For okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, shortly after the Browns took the helm, a 1924 visit by none other than our pal, Harry Houdini. Welcome to the chat, Harry Houdini. We were talking ghosts. There you so go. knew your ass was right around the corner. He shows up one Halloween Eve. To say, uh, I'm going to fuck this shit up. Yeah, one evening on Halloween for the purpose of one of his infamous debunking capers. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, he couldn't. He couldn't debunk. What do you mean That's, he couldn't debunk? So he said. This is what got him? I mean, I doubt it. I doubt it. That's what they're saying. You know <laughs> what I mean? They, they said like he couldn't definitively say that, that it, wasn't it wasn't haunted. haunted. Right. But claims say that our pal Harry did offer up the name Winchester Mystery House. For the purpose of marketing and tourists. Because it had the Winchester name. Yes. Okay, And the rest is kind of history. Wow. But hold the phone. Okay. Hold the phone. I'm holding. Ring, ring. Hold the phone. (laughs) Ring, ring. Um, I found this article called The Truth About Sarah Winchester by Richard Allen Wagner. Okay. And he was claiming some conspiracy level shit. Okay, hold on. I've perked up. Okay. Now, I don't know the validity of it. These are his claims because this was the only article I found that mentioned these things. Bullshit. But But this is what Richard claimed. Okay, Rich. That as a young child, Sarah was immersed in the world of Freemasonry, (gasps) the Rosicrucians, and was well versed in their rituals and symbolism. Okay, now wait a minute here. She also gravitated to theosophy (gasps) and let's be real anytime we talk theosophy 
the occult is not far behind. I was going to say, yep. And this was at a very young age. And then she marries into the Winchester family and they are no strangers to Freemasonry themselves. Not surprising there. Okay. So the Pardee family, Uh which resided in Cali and drew Sarah to reside close by, right? Cali. Okay. Included one Enoch Pardee. Enoch. What a name. Enoch, like Enoch. from uh, <laughs> Over the Garden Wall. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and isn't that funny that his name was Winchester or like uh, William Wirt Winchester? I saw, I saw mm-hmm. you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw you say that. <laughs> I saw you. Maybe I, saw I heard you. Your lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Enoch was a respected physician and politician. Okay. His son, George, would hold the title of governor of California from 1902 to 1907. Okay. But apparently Enoch and son were into the occult and he and George belonged to this California-based Bohemian club. Okay. Which not only was super mysterious and hush-hush, but also an offshoot of Yale's Skull and Bones Society. What? And where's Yale? In New Haven. And where is Yale? In New Haven, <laughs> Connecticut, where she came from. And they were Knights Templar <gasps> Freemasons. Whoa. Now that's some creepy shit. Like the hairs are standing up yeah, on my arms. I was going to say you gave me chills big time. Yeah. Like, so what do you think? So uh, that to me with that. Um, if that's valid. Yeah. With that amount of money would not shock me that they were involved in these kind of societies. Yeah. Interesting. Right. right? Wouldn't that all kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So interesting. So all of that aside, like all Sarah and her eccentricities and was the house haunted or was it not? Yeah. You know, we, we come into modern day where workers and visitors, because now you can visit the Winchester house. I want to go. Yeah, I do too. It's on the bucket list. Um, They have claimed to see ghosts and spirits. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure that house is haunted as shit regardless mm-hmm. yeah. of if she was into it or not. <laughs> like right. it's just, it just seems like it had all of the makings to be haunted regardless. Do yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? Absolutely. Uh, because your family was responsible for the death of mm. how many people? So yeah. many people. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I'm sure that they are just going to be haunted for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the Winchester rifle company still going, right? Right. Um, but <clears throat> people have claimed to see their share of ghosts, most notably a residual haunting of they call him the famous wheelbarrow ghost. Wheelbarrow yeah. ghost. Yeah, he's, okay. he's usually found in the basement or the grand ballroom, pushing a wheelbarrow full of coal or working on the fireplace. Oh, damn. Yeah. So basically, somebody did not tell him that quitting time, you know, he just keeps going. He just keeps repeating that his death. Ethic. Time to make the donuts, right? Well, that's something we've, I don't know if we've talked about that, like the Ooh. idea that a spirit can get caught in a loop. In a loop. Oh, yeah. We'll have to, we'll yeah. definitely have to talk about that. Um, and they've seen human shaped shadowy figures, um, one named Clyde in particular, Clyde. who likes to pull shirts and tug on skirts. Okay, you little dog. <laughs> You're trying to get a peek of these <laughs> feeling icy chills or seeing doorknobs turn on their own okay. uh, footsteps are heard in Sarah's bedroom uh, yeah. um, and apparently the third floor corridor is uh, has a lot of activity a lot of pitter patters and stuff okay. like that has Zach Bagans been on it we've talked about yeah well here we go here the we Winchester go. mystery house in pop culture 
Bring it to me. All right. In 2018, we have a release of the film entitled Winchester, okay. starring the wonderful Helen Mirren. I love her. She's love a great Helen actress. Mirren. She plays Sarah. But I got to tell you, this movie was rubbish. Oh, no. Was it a cinematic uh, piece of crap? It was so disappointing. <gasps> Do, are you flashing your badge? Rubbish. I am flashing the badge. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> Season five, episode four of Ghost Adventures there takes Mr. Zach Bagans and crew to the Winchester Mystery House. Of course. Uh, Stephen King's Rose Red was inspired by Sarah and her mysterious home. Really? Yes. Okay. And in the original 1960 version of 13 Ghosts, directed by William Castle, the mm-hmm. Winchester Mystery House was used as the setting of Cyrus's house. No shit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, interesting. We have that on VHS. There you go. And the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion, uh, the Disney ride in California that opened in 1969, was inspired by the Winchester house. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. So you decide haunted house or tourist trap? Uh, both. Either way, I'm all in. I was going to say, tour, first of all, a souvenir. <laughs> I love a tchotchke. They have a I special love a tchotchke. Yeah, and they have a special Halloween haunted tour. Do they? Yes. Oh, God damn it. Um. Yeah. Awesome. We need to, oh, it would be so cool to like record an episode there. Wouldn't it? Oh my God. Spooky. Uh, here's the thing. Spooky. I think it's probably both. A little and we bit of always both. talk, we always end up talking about this, that when there's so much focused energy, like say it wasn't yes. haunted. Yes. When you have all of this energy, people are coming there and they're focusing their energy on it being yeah. haunted. Yeah. I think it can become haunted like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, I, mean? I read a lot of tourist reviews and there were a few in there that was like, wasn't spooky at all. Right. It was just very touristy. Uh, well, you know? all of these types of, of things course. are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they have this haunted Halloween thing going on, which Fuck. makes it a little extra spooky yeah. and a little ghost tours. We've heard from a lot of our listeners when I announced this is what you were doing. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, I go there. I love oh, it there. Yeah. Wow. So um, regardless... I think it's most definitely haunted, but I think most places are. Uh, I'm sure it's beautiful to see. Oh my God. The architecture in and of itself. So if if all of that is true, that she was just like into architecture. I can see that. And she had money to blow. She had money to blow. She had the best of the best. Could you you hear the (laughs) the best of the best of the best? Right. But also, uh, you know, she was way ahead of her time and she had introduced things that nobody had. Oh, You know, so it's really from an architectural standpoint, it's fascinating. Okay. And, you know, her stained glass collection is like... I yeah, think. I've seen the picture yeah. of the stained glass. I yeah. love some stained glass. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, regardless, you spooked me. Hey. It's got... I think cre- it's, it's... I'm creepy. sure it's haunted. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For if sure. I climbed a staircase and then... It just ended. I'd be spooked right there. That's all it takes for me. me. You had me That's climbing a staircase, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already scared. Yeah, so oh, there you fucking go. Fucking hell. But, you know, to add into that, What's that, if you'd like to pick up some cool Winchester Mystery House inspired clothes, Ooh, ah, okay. check out the Oblong Box Shop. Ooh, I love their stuff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And you can give code UBMCPOD yeah. for a 10% discount on your first order. Yeah, we have a code with them. They have some cool Winchester Mystery House stuff. The, yeah, I think I saw a purse or purse. like a backpack that was the stained yes. glass. Ooh. And they have a sh- like a really cool shirt. There's a sweater. Oh yeah, they got some cool stuff. Yeah, if you like spooky 
funky clothes and stuff, just check out that shop in general. Awesome. A lot of cool stuff over there, but it was yeah. fun. And Love I'm sure it. that the Winchester Mystery House's gift shop is probably fucking stacked as Fire. well. Fun. Okay, yes. add it to the list. Add it to the it list. It was already on there, but you know what? Move it up a notch. That's right. Let's we do it. We have to go to California. We do. Yeah, there's a lot of haunts. Yes. My God. Exciting. Uh, hey, that was a really good episode. Yeah. I, I feel it was like awesome. we are officially in spooky season. Ooh, I'm so excited. Are you feeling the energy? I'm feeling it. I feel the I feel the air turning. Ooh, I feel it's getting crisp. The leaves are starting to have a hue. Oh my color. gosh, I know. I love it. Uh all right. Well, hey, we'll be back next week with some more spooky shit. Yeah. Uh, we love you. Love you. TTFN. Cut print check the gate. Moving on.